Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everyone. This is Janet and... And Jacqueline. <laughs> Morning, Jacqueline. <laughs> or evening to you. Um, evening. Welcome to our... <laughs> Welcome to our um, end of the end of the June Joy Fest group uh, mass direct and uh, preparation for New Moon celebration call. I couldn't think of a shorter title than that, so we'll just have to go with that for now. <laughs> um, this is basically a call that we we thought would be fun to do to just kind of wrap things up for the group. Obviously, the group was really only ever intended to run through June, just because there was so much going on astrologically in June. It felt like a good idea to offer a little extra support. Um, and I've got to say, I, I have loved the way that this community has evolved and developed and grown and supported each other, and it's just been magical. I, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, so what we want to do today, what Jackie and I wanted to do today is to talk a bit about the astro that's coming up and uh, especially the new moon, but there's a couple of other things to, 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 rest, you know, to put flags on so that we know what's happening, to talk about where we are now and um, uh, as do a little celebrating and uh, to um, offer our support just to, as a kind of wrap up, like to make sure that we're not leaving this group with anyone feeling like they haven't they haven't. They don't know what they're doing, or they haven't got the support they needed, or or whatever it might be. So, do you think that's a fair description, Jackie? Sounds about right. Excellent. So the first thing I thought it would be fun to do is to spend a few minutes celebrating how far we've come. Now, this is not just those of us in the group. This is not just Jackie and me. This is everybody who is who's been kind of paying attention to the to the astrology, we've all had this extraordinarily slippery, changeable time. Um, obviously, socio-politically, there's been a lot of shifting happening, uh, a lot of changing of relationships, uh, and those kinds of things. Uh, and individually, we've uh, everybody I talk to has said it, whether they know that this is what's going on or not, they've talked about how much has changed for them. And I know that for some people that has been really stressful and that there are, you know, there are some there are memes going around Facebook at the moment about wanting to get a refund on 2016 because, you know, we've done the first six months trial and we don't like it. And I think, <laughs> they, I think <laughs> while I get the humour of that, I'm also, that makes me kind of sad because I think a lot of the time that's coming from people who are feeling somewhat overwhelmed um, by everything that's happened this year. Uh, so I think those of us who, who've been able to understand it a little and do a little surfing of that energy, I think we are all somewhat blessed and very lucky. And I thought, I'd like, I certainly want to celebrate. You know, you guys know my story. We've, you know, my husband's had a new job. We're moving into a new place. We've sold our house within, uh, within <laughs> well, before the sign went up, <laughs> before the open day happened. So I can't even say within a short space of time because it actually sold before it was official. So um, so obviously there's been massive shifts 
for me, a massive shift of identity in terms of who I am. I'm no longer a property owner, or at least as of the 22nd of July, I won't be a property owner anymore. That's a big shift. Um, I will be somebody who is uh, married to a person who's doing a completely different line of work with very different working arrangements. So everything is shifting. And there's a lot to celebrate about that. Um, so, if you, so if we've got anyone else, now let's see who we've got. I'm just going back in my dashboard. Um, now, the only person, other person who's dialed in at the moment is Central Arkansas. I'm not sure who that is. And um, <laughs> Dorothy says she lost her horrible job. Yay! And I know because I talked to Dorothy just how much she was not enjoying that job. So I really get it when you say that you. The, the celebration over over getting, as you put it, getting fired was just fantastic. <laughs> it's like you deserve to be available for something much, 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 much better and much more aligned. It's fantastic. Um, Terry saying I, that I sorry, go on. I was going to say I think that's the difference between us and those who want their refund on 2016 because. Yes. Um, like Dorothy put the yay at the end of I lost my horrible job I, I think your husband would feel much the same about putting a yay at the end of a horrible job but somebody who doesn't understand what Amen. Mars retrograde is meant to do for us and will shove us our noses into if you know if we're not whichever way it's going to happen um, and no. those who don't understand um, how to serve this shift this energy they wouldn't have the yay at the end. And so I think everybody in the group really, they need to give themselves huge kudos. Um, I know, I mean, I've had you on speed dial for a, a while now, Janet, and, and, and they've all had a taste of just how easy you make life. Because, because while we don't hand over um, authority or responsibility to the stars, it is kind of nice to see where we are in the ebb and flow of finding something we have to heal, face up to, look at in a different way, move out of. Everything is rhythmic and ebb and flow, and, um, and, and nature will not allow us to stagnate. So as we learn to ride this cosmic wave with a really capable guide, it makes all the difference in the world. Well, thank you for saying that, Jackie. I agree. I, you know, I, I, um, I think that's such an important point. It's like we are the sovereigns in our lives, and we get to choose the perspective with which we view exterior circumstances. Um, you know, stepping into my brain science shoes for a moment, stress is only experienced when our interpretation of outside circumstances is stressful, is stress-inducing. Um, and it's that, you know, the old analogy of the person riding the roller coaster. <clears throat> Two people can ride the roller coaster. One can be having an absolute ball and the other one can be sitting there absolutely terrified out of their minds. Mm -hmm. And it's all absolutely. about our, it's all about our, our interpretation of the roller coaster ride is, is what counts. And for me, using the astrology as a way to understand what's at play really helps me to reinterpret things that otherwise might feel really difficult. Um, mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Um, so the um, the only other person we've got on the line at the moment is Central Arkansas, and I've had to mute them because we had a horrible noise. So I'm going to try unmuting to see if they have anything they wanted to add. Um, but if we get a horrible noise, I just give you warning. <laughs> I'll mute them again. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, no, no horrible noise! Yeah. Yay! Central Arkansas. Who's that? 
That's Karen. Karen. So tell us what you're celebrating for that's happened in the last two months ish. If you want to. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, I had I had just messaged uh Jackie a day or so ago. I got a huge raise. Woo-hoo! I know it's just so, I wasn't sure whether I could say anything. I was it was Awesome. <laughs> I found out Tuesday. Wow. Yeah, and That's you have awesome. emptied your room of doom and painted it the most sumptuous color, which I must admit, I have to tell you, you've like the poster child for sovereignty as far as that color was concerned because you did everything necessary to find a non-traditional color, the, the one you wanted. And that was in amazing. And and the the whole, all the nesting work you've done, all the decluttering, everything has shifted you, and opened this door. And it is it's so exciting to watch. I have a question, Karen, because I, I I've been sort of lurking on the sidelines of the conversation about what you've been doing with your. I love the the form the the room formerly known as the Room of Doom. Um, the when you were looking for when you were deciding on that non-traditional color, was there a, was there a feeling or a word for um, uh, for what you were for the was there a, sorry I'll start that sentence again. Oh, sorry about yeah. that, Karen. Um, was was there a feeling behind what you wanted that room to express or that color to express? Were you aware of that, or was it just an energy that you were going for? This is just me curiosity rather than um, anything else. I wanted something really happy. Nice. Right. Yes. That clarity, that kind of knowing what the feeling was, even if it's not something you can necessarily put into um, words, because we can't always, but that feeling of the the energy of happy, that that colour spells that for you, that colour is not necessarily going to spell that for other people. That colour might might say... um, Something completely different, and and for me, the colour of happy is a sort of sunshiny yellow, um, almost almost fluorescent yellow, <clears throat> which is not what I tend to put on a wall because it's a bit vivid <laughs> for my um, for just for my sensibilities. Um, and this is what I love about this stuff, and the, about the way that Jackie works as well. I have to say, so this is sounding like we're selling each other. It's not meant to be that, but um, one of the things I love is the sense that. That, that awareness that for each and every one of us, the 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 way that we express that or the way that we um, connect to and anchor who it is we're becoming in our homes is so individual. Whether it's a colour on a wall or that colour in a, a, a ribbon that's tied in a bow and popped on the back of a door with a bit of blue tack because there are ways that we can do this that don't have to be um, a whole wall. But what I love about what you did, Taryn, was that that sense of going, it's like I saw that that shift from somebody who was who had a room of doom, which is, you know, makes them feel helpless. That's That's what's implied in that title. And then you sort of decided to step up and change it. And you took that action. That was just awesome to watch that. And that's the sort of action that you take during a Mars retrograde. It's the action that gets you lined up for whatever comes next. Brilliant. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. 
My Mars, my Mars retrograde, I have decided, has been a well-orchestrated reconstruction of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because two days before the retrograde started, we moved halfway up the length of the country um, from south to north. And two days afterwards, I did the biggest and most expensive thing I've paid for as far as personal training and coaching goes. And I have been reacquainting myself with my with my glamour, with my witchiness, with all the things that I've been smothering so as not to make people feel uncomfortable. Because my everything, everything I, I aim towards is to help people feel better. And so I had this funny push-me-pull-you thing where I felt that my own jazz hands, fabulous, and I'm actually doing jazz hands, you can't see me, but I am. Um, <laughs> but my, my, my sort of... This, this, the way that I am can, can it, I have known it to make people uncomfortable um, simply by being me. And so for the longest time I was toning that down because as a service, right, as a public service. And it, and it was entirely the wrong way to go about things if I wanted to thrive. And that's what Mars has taught me. And that's what everybody who's connected with me is going to see even more in the nesting and stuff, is the standing up for your sovereignty, your sovereignty over your wardrobe, your sovereignty over your nest, your sovereignty about what you put in your mouth and what you watch on your feed and what you, um, what, how you present yourself, how you walk through the world. All of this mm. is our choosing, always. We may think that we are being influenced or dictated to, but we're actually truthfully not. And being able to ride cosmic energy that supports us or know when it's not supporting so we don't go off like a, you know, galloping off into the wild blue yonder and then find that we're lost. These things give us almost parameters in which to expand our sense of sovereignty. And, and I think it's, it's been immensely powerful to put, the, to put all this together. This Mars retrograde, I think, is going to be one of the ones where I look back and I say, that's where everything changed. Mm. I agree with you, Jackie. I agree with you. And, um, and I, yes, so I think there's, there's much to be celebrated. And it's useful to, to be able to reconnect to that any time we see other people who are not... Um, finding it as easy. And that doesn't mean, <laughs> I hasten to add, this is not a blanket permission to say to those people who are in pain, what's wrong with you? That's Mars retrograde. <laughs> you should be celebrating. Because <laughs> we don't play that game. No, we don't do that. We're not, and everybody does it differently, of course. Everybody does do it differently. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about what's coming up. Now, I've already mentioned this in the group, but just to remind everybody that Mars is currently stationed, well, he's, he has turned direct, but he takes a long time to accelerate to speed, back up to his normal speed. So he's going to be, he's going to be at the same point of Scorpio, which is 23 degrees of Scorpio, for a long time, for, right through until the 11th of July. So that's still a good, you know, 11, well, 11 days away for me. <clears throat> 11, 12 days away. Um, so we get the feeling of relief, most of us, um, uh, even if the movement of Mars isn't going forward yet. So what you might find is a sense of relief and at the same time, a sense of 
oh, come on, what I thought this Mars Direct thing was everything was going to rush forward and it hasn't yet. And that's because, and that, that's okay, it's because Mars takes a while to get himself moving again. So it's good to remind ourselves that there's no rush here. Um, this is not, you know, Mars is not, we're not driving a Ferrari here. We're, we're, it's more like getting the horses up to speed again. It takes them a while to they start walking. They've got a, you know, they've got the heavy load of, to pull, which is everything that we've learned throughout the Mars retrograde, <clears throat> pardon me, and the mutable cross and all those other things that were happening in June. Everything that we've learned, it's like this big wagon of goodies, and the horses have to start slowly to get that wagon moving, and then gradually they pick up speed until eventually the whole wagon train can kind of gallop through the desert. It's not a perfect analogy, by the way. <laughs> So, and it's and it this can feel especially irritating. I have to say, for anybody who's got planets or asteroids being aspected by Mars at 23 degrees of Scorpio. So, if you've got particular points in your chart that are being lit up, like I think I mentioned in the group, this is lighting up my Saturn, my sense of life mission, and I can tell you now, I, I'm not sharing the details publicly because it wasn't pretty, but. Very recently, like two days ago, in another group that Jackie and I are both members of, um, I had a fairly public and fairly dramatic meltdown about my relationship with my business. And it was basically to do with the fact that I felt this urge to take care of things much faster than I have the capacity to. I'm in the middle of moving house. We're literally uh, a few days away from getting the keys to the new place. Uh, and there is a lot. There are lots of moving parts to take care of, and I was feeling this huge pressure to also take care of a whole lot of things to do with my business. And I knew that I just didn't have the physical and mental capacity to do that, which led to this little mini meltdown. Which thankfully a very wise person helped talk me through, um, including well, wise people I might say, including Jackie. Um, so it was a good reminder for me that the pressure of that Mars aspecting the Saturn, my key to this is not to just do the knee-jerk reaction of pushing forward. My key, the key for me is to remember that this is a slow acceleration of Mars. There is no rush and there is, there is an opportunity here because basically what's happening is Mars is going to start going forward. He will accelerate He'll move away from that point on the 11th of July. But he doesn't get out of the retrograde zone, out of the shadow zone. So basically he gets back to where he was when he started going backwards. And by the way, I know that you guys all know he doesn't literally go backwards. It's just what he looks like from Earth. He gets back to that point on the 22nd of August. So there's a long period of time during which there's this acceleration in, in terms of the movement and then he gets um, out of the shadow he moves into Sagittarius and then he gets out of the shadow zone and that's when the brakes really feel like they are off so the the core message here is there is no rush this is still about you surfing that energy and during between now and the 22nd of August especially for between now and the, and the 11th of July this if there is anything to which you have been clinging in terms of any area of life where you feel this sense, my sense of irritation was around that stuff to do with my business. If you're conscious of a sense of, I'm just not quite getting that energy yet, I'm just not quite there yet, that's where there may be something still to be released that needs to be released. And it might be an old belief about your relationship with 
money, for example. It might be an old way of doing things, uh, a notion that for, well, for me, one of the things I became aware of literally yesterday <laughs> was um, a tendency to be wary of starting something until I know, unless I think I can do it perfectly. That's obviously not helpful. It's a sort of, you know, it's a, um, a fear that keeps me from moving forward. And I've done a lot of this work. So the fact that you do this work, there's always layers to be uncovered. Um, so recognizing that I now have an opportunity to, to examine wherever in my life I have been held back by this desire for perfection and to let that go, to let it be okay that I might screw something up. You know, I might not get it perfectly right. Uh, I've joined a choir recently. Um, some of you might have seen that on my public feed. Um, I've just joined a choral society and we are singing Mozart's Requiem on the 18th of September, which is a really short time away for an amateur choir that, that rehearses once a week. So I may get some notes wrong and that has to be, I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with the possibility that I will do my absolute best but I might get a note wrong here or there, or I might pronounce a syllable incorrectly because I don't speak Latin. Um, I might I might say um, eternum instead of eternum, and that's the I have to be okay with all of that. So so let's so just before we move on, um, I know that we've talked about that in the group, but I want to see if anybody is feeling a need for support on this point about making about whether they whether there was something to release and whether you feel okay with uh, with with that um, and whether you want to tease anything out here on the call or um, or just kind of sit and noodle with it for a bit. And also remembering that the group will be open for another little bit in case you want to, you know, talk in a, a less public space. Um, yes, that's true. If you don't want to talk about it on the line, I'm, really it's only, <laughs> it's only Taryn anyway. It's just got a huge space. So, um, but anyone in chat too, if you've got any questions here, you're more than welcome to ask them. But as Jackie said, or or, or, or put them in the group if you if it pops into your head in another few hours. Very cool. Very cool. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about what else is coming up. So, so, um, oh, I've just got a. Um, Oh, cool. All right. Yes. Thank you. Um, thank you, um, Terry. Uh, um, a thing to work through about shining too brightly and you're working on it. I really love that. That's the important part is the fact that you're you're working with it. You're, you know about it. Awareness is huge. Very often awareness is almost all it takes because in those moments where you catch yourself hesitating because of the, the fear of shining too brightly, uh, that you get an opportunity to soothe yourself and to, sorry, Jennifer, not Terry. I'm so sorry. That's Jennifer. <laughs> sorry, Jennifer. Um, uh, yes. So when you get that, uh, that moment where you recognize that there's an opportunity to simply soothe it and breathe through it and then move forward. Um, so that awareness, that is, that's your key. If you're not aware of something that then you, you can't work with it. So kudos for that. And, um, and obviously, you've, you've got a handle on it. You're working through it. So that's excellent. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about between now and the middle of July. Um, so you, you're doing any inner work? Um, yes. Sorry, Jennifer, just wrapping that conversation up. Um, 
Jennifer says in chat, it's the fear that that she will alienate people in the process. The truth is, mm. you might. Hey, truth and is, if, that, if you're doing it properly, you probably will. Yeah, I, I once heard a um, one of my um, feminist heroines, an Australian person you probably won't have heard of. Um, what I once heard her on radio saying that um, she's known to be a troublemaker, and uh, she's she 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 took it as a great compliment the first time she was called a troublemaker because she said it meant I was doing my job. My job is to change the world, and if I'm not making trouble then I'm not doing my job properly. Okay. Uh, yes, North Node in Leo, you're meant to shine brightly. Absolutely you are. And North Node is a place where, North Node for those on, the, on listening to this who aren't um, uh, familiar with astrology, it's a hypothetical point in the sky that's determined by the relationship of sun and moon. And it expresses, um, it, it's what we are constantly reaching for, but it's not something we have to do 24/7. So North Node is something. It's where we push the envelope. It's what we are. It's the it's the stuff that's new to us, the the brand new. We haven't experienced this ever before, and we have to reach out towards it, and then we reach back to South Node, which is its opposite, in order to relax. That's where we. So we re, we we sort of go back to our comfort zone to to kind of uh, to be able to take a deep breath, relax, exhale the stress indeed, and then we reach forward to North Node again. So remembering that, Jennifer, and sort of um, that sense of North Node is often where it feels scary because it's this new, we're like we're breaking new ground and, um, uh, and, and, and stretching. So we do the stretching into North Node and then we kind of relax um, rela relax back. Ooh, ja uh, Jackie has just asked in chat about using this bright shining as, uh, as a, an example in our bit about the new moon and nesting, which is what we'll get to in a minute. I think that sounds like a brilliant idea. So let's roll on. That's if Jennifer's up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was asking permission. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> just hold her up as an example without any... Okay. I'm just, no, no, no. I'm just going to make her shine bright in this call. <laughs> she doesn't get a choice. <laughs> uh, no, of course you do. Of course, always. All right. So, one of the right, one of the real keys to managing all of this for anybody who is still feeling that there's a little work to do is going to be something that lines up perfectly with the dark moon we are currently in. It also lines up really well with the new moon that we're about to experience, and that is self-love. And I have talked about this endlessly because it is something that we, especially women, uh, um, we need a lot of help with. <laughs> we need a lot of help to get good at it. So we want to amp up self-awareness, and that doesn't mean rumination. I know, I know I've mentioned this in the group, that rumination is where we sit and dwell on our ills, if you like, you know, what do I do wrong? When that, when we know better than to play that game. It's amping up self-awareness without judgment. It's amping up levels of self-worth and self-compassion and self-love. Now, self-love over the dark moon period of the, this weekend, so basically up until the new moon, that's probably going to look a lot like resting, napping, catching up on sleep. <clears throat> so if you are sleep-deprived in any way, this weekend is a really good opportunity to actually schedule earlier night, go to bed earlier, schedule a lie-in, whatever it takes, um, get some assistance if you if you can, if you need to, uh, find times to nap, 
all of those things to, to really amp up the resting. It doesn't have to be sleeping. You can be just resting. Um, and I want to say after that, well, after the weekend, please don't confuse self-love with inertia because it's very easy. I've done it myself. With It's very easy to assume that self-love simply means staying on the couch and doing even more, looking at Facebook, watching Netflix, um, reading novels or whatever it might be. Now, that's that's really important if we are if we are feeling tired. The resting part is really really important. But once we are rested um, and the exhaustion has gone, the, the self love needs to incorporate more than just that. Bodies like movement. Our, hum, our, our bodies are designed for movement. The joints function better when we allow our bodies to move. But please, this does not mean you have to go and pound the treadmill at the gym, unless you love pounding <clears throat> pounding the treadmill at the gym, in which case go for it. Not my happy place. Uh, can you tell? <laughs> um, <laughs> it has to be movement that you enjoy. So whether that's a slower, more spiritual-based movement, yoga, qigong, whatever, or whether it's uh, dancing, um, even with, for me, the choir, um, the, the, the act of singing, there is a... Um, it requires physical exertion and movement in a you know breathing in a very conscious way there is a um, there is a benefit to my body every time I go to choir practice every time I do my practice on my own uh, movement can be dancing it can be walking in nature it can be whatever it is that that you like so please make sure that that's included minds need time to dream make Make time for meditation or daydreaming and keeping it positive. Um, I played a new game this morning. I was inspired by something I, I read. Um, uh, I think it was Notes from the Universe. I just lay in bed and I thought, wouldn't it be fun if I had $10 million? Just for fun, I lay there imagining I had $10 million and what I would do with it. And it was, seriously, it was the best game ever. You only have to do it for like three minutes. And I, it, I could feel my body's, I could feel tension leaving my body as I imagined, you know, the white glove um, brigade coming in and packing up the house and moving everything for me while I sit sipping champagne. <laughs> now, I'm not mm. sure I would actually love that because I do like the sense of control about packing my own stuff. But it was fun to play with. This, this doesn't have to be heavy. Keeping it light. Hydrate really well. Eat well. Um, now, after the call is, um, once we've got the recording link up in the group, we'll also, Jackie and I will both be putting links into the group of a few resources that you might find useful if self-love is, is or has been a challenge. Because if you do this work, if you do this nurturing of the self, when you get to the 14th and 15th of July, things shift big time. That's when we get, um, I think I've, I posted Kim's article where she talked about this as well. Um, this is when Mars returns to an, uh, an inconjunct angle with Uranus. So there's a specific angle that he's forming with Uranus, who is the lord of unexpected change. Uranus likes to kick down the fences, break the old paradigms. So anything that we've been working towards in terms of releasing old things, if we have the self-love lined up, if we are really good at not judging ourselves and being kind to ourselves, by the time we get to the middle of July, all of a sudden, bang, Mars, by then Mars is moving forward more quickly. He's accelerating and picking up speed. And we have this, this blessing from Uranus of going, huh, that old thing that you were worried about, I'm just going to kick that over. There's this 
opportunity for a radical um, radical and unexpected shift. And that's when we want to set some intentions. So you might want to mark this in your diary, 14th, 15th of July, to do a little three-minute or five-minute ritual to set some intentions for delightful surprises. So you, you'll get surprises, but you want to make sure they're delightful. So, so plan for delightful surprises and then let go of that. You don't want to dictate what those might be. You just want to go, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be fabulous. Um, and that's why it's really good to get to let go of whatever has to be released before then. Because if you don't, then the, you might get that feeling of being, it's a bit like being tied to a rock in the middle of a fast-moving stream. It's not very comfortable. Um, and if you do need help with releasing something um, that beyond what we've been able to offer in the group or what we've offered today um obviously you can contact jackie or me um to talk about getting some more detailed support um but if you if you can let go of what has to what's ready to be released <clears throat> pardon me it's suddenly you're free from that rock and you're you're free to just float with the stream as you float with the stream there's no turbulence you're just carried along and it's um it's much more pleasant does that all make sense mm-hmm Awesome. So let's talk new emerging cancer because that's what we all came here to really celebrate. <laughs> and I want to I want to go through this fairly quickly because I want Jackie to talk a lot about new moon rituals and how to bring the nesting aspects to the party. So new moon and cancer is the next big thing that's coming up. So this comes this comes up on the fourth of July. It's at nine p.m. for me, and I think it's nine a no, it can't be nine a.m. for New York. Anyway. Um, you can find your own time. Well, I'll put the time zones in the in the group. Uh, new moons are always associated with beginning new things, but with new moon in Cancer, there's a tenderness to this. This is not a new moon that you pounce on. Um, with new moons in the fiery signs, there's much more of a, a a pouncing kind of energy, or at least it's more appropriate. But for new moon in Cancer, it's it's about something tender. It might be fragile. This is about, uh, it might be a new project, a new plan, a new, it might could be even a new business or it could be a, it could be something much smaller. Uh, it could be a new approach to your nesting, for example. Uh, and new moons are um, always associated with new things, but with the new moon in Cancer, you want to bring in an energy of nurturing. So think of it as a newborn. It's tender, it's fragile. You don't want to show it to the world just yet. You, you want to nurture it so that it can emerge in its own time as it becomes robust enough for the daylight. So uh, there's no rush here, but plenty of intention setting. So intention setting is where you set the intention for what it is that you want to create this with this new moon. Now, the moon rules cancer. So this is the moon coming home literally to its own sign. And cancer is the sign which rules everything to do with the home. This is both the literal place where we live, but it's also our emotional ground. Um, so there's a, um, there's, a, there's a sense of inner sanctity, uh, a something that is, it may go beyond sharing. It may be a personal thing that is so, it's so close and intimate that you don't want to share it. And that's totally cool. My business is called Identity Shift Ninja because I believe that the ninja thing is about it's not just about being an expert. It's also about that secrecy, about keeping it close until it's ready to be revealed. You don't want to rush it out there. So there's almost a sense of nurturing this like a mother, 
like a mother nurturing a child. Uh, think about seedlings. In fact, you might want to literally plant a new, a new, put a new seedling in a pot <laughs> during cancer, new moon in cancer. Sorry, Jackie, I just sort of stomped on your area <laughs> a little bit. No, it's fine. I just got inspired to go. Oh, I'm going to do that in the in our new place. So gentleness yes. will be your friend. Gentleness is going to be your friend with this new moon, and with that Mars just beginning his forward movement, that sense of a slow, gentle ramp up is going to feel better than trying to do it all at once. So this is all. Um, it's all telling us that yes, the brakes are off, but it's a slow acceleration. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'm going to throw this over to Jackie now, who will talk us through. I haven't, I have no idea. What, I've, I've seen a little bit of what she's going to talk about, but not the detail. <laughs> I'm very, very excited, <laughs> and I'm sitting here with my pen and paper, ready to take notes. <laughs> okay, so during this dark moon, um, we're talking about obviously self, self care being amped up. Um, I, I'll get to the actual new moon ritual in a bit, but this. This feeling that we're working towards of starting out very new and very fresh. This new moon, to me, because of the Mars retrograde and all the shifting and everything that we've learned and integrated and recalibrated, this new moon feels newer than usual, if that makes sense. Mm. So, Agreed. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's part of um, the self-care we can look at it as nurturing this becoming, right? So we're looking at a nurturing of becoming. Cancer is all about comfort, about sensuality, about um, the, the five senses, the six senses, the, 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 the way we feel our way through the world. And it's always been important for me because um, I'm, one of, I'm ruled by Venus, so sensory pleasure is, is very important anyway. But... As I've worked with clients, I've noticed that how their houses feel can change the way they feel in them. So on the nesting side of this, I would invite you to look at nesting, parlor primping, romancing your home as part of your self-care because it is caring for yourself if if you do something that makes you smile and your heart lift when you walk in the door rather than make you go Ugh, when you walk in the door right so and the other part of this i'm going to shift over to the new moon because it's in cancer let's play with how your house feels tactilely how it smells to you how it it functions in other words, do you have a, an easily, can you flow through your routine in the morning? Or does your bedroom, your bathroom counter need a little bit of, is that where you should be releasing some stuff that's been there for months and you haven't used it because you don't like the smell or whatever? Um, are there half-empty bottles in your bathroom that you never use? This is the releasing that will link you to self-care, which will link you, link you to the nesting part of self-care. I'm waving my arms like a mad woman here. I hope it makes sense. Because it's all <laughs> it's all interrelated, right? And there's there's also something coming up with Venus. Um she's gonna be opposite Pluto. Um she's also going to be uh, Chiron, the the wounded healer is there too. 
you can heal yourself by healing your home. You can make yourself better by making your home feel better. And it doesn't really matter what form that takes. So, for example, um, we're looking at, at, at maybe creating some kind of spa-like self-care. All right. So some people um, find a skincare regime to be absolutely comforting. For me, I have never, okay, I can mention four times in my entire 52 years where I have gone to bed with my makeup on. My skincare routine is just something that happens. It is a luxury for me. It is where, in my youth, God, that's where most of my money went. But it is my thing. I, I, I adore that 10 minutes of ritualized self-care and my, my investment in the lotions and potions I use, right? That's where my nurturing, that's where Venus gets honored in my life. With the new moon, I'm going to be making sure that that is as amped as it should be and maybe refreshing it. Other people will absolutely hate the concept of any kind of regimen um, or they don't wear makeup or whatever, but there's a lot of investment into maybe their art supplies or their cooking utensils. You know, um, somebody will have, she doesn't wear any makeup, but my Lord, her kitchen looks like a chef's heaven. There, there are ways where your nesting can feed and nourish your becoming. And only you can say that. The most can find that, rather. The most delicious part of the way we, the women in this group, the, the women that generally are in Janet and my circle, the way we are living our lives is increasingly not oblivious to, but disregarding of societal mandates, right? We don't all head off and buy a Martha Stewart matchy-matchy lounge suite. We mm -hmm. don't have, we don't follow a style. We don't all wear skirts at the, you know, that hit exactly one inch above the knee. These are the things that we don't, that we as women have learned to disregard and we are getting more and more sovereign in this. And I'm going to encourage you to use this new moon to feel out the edges of your too muchness, of your what Mars has, has gifted you. So you're looking at Jennifer. She wants to shine more brightly. She's a Leo. She's meant to shine more brightly. If, if I was living next door to Jennifer, I would take her by the hand and I would take her into her closet and I would hold up each piece of clothing and say, do you shine in this? Does it make you feel bright and visible and a beacon? Because if it doesn't, it's going, right? Or it's going to get marked for replacement. I'm not about throwing out heart of the wardrobe, people. I really, um, I'm far too frugal and prudent for that. There are things that you can mark for replacing and just leave that out and those things will come to you. They will, promise. But there is okay. stuff that I know, yes? I'm sorry, I want to ask a question here because, you know, obviously poor Jennifer's getting um, <laughs> outed as a shiny person. Um, given that Jennifer's shining brightly thing is linked to her North Node and she needs to be able to go back to her comfort zone from time to time to recharge her batteries for the shining, would you consider for that particular kind of configuration having um, a mix in the wardrobe of things that shine brightly and things that 
allow her to become invisible when she chooses. So she has sovereignty over that shining. I have cocoon clothes. I have a set of clothes that nobody ever sees except the people I live with. Because those are the, they are, they're not, they're not the ratty sweatpants. They're really nice, you know, yoga clothes and stuff. But they are things that I don't wear outside because they are for wearing in my cocoon for when I'm on my yoga mat, when I'm doing things. So there is that offer, that, that, that opposite as well. And yes. that's what's so exciting. I just have to put this little teaser here. That's what's so exciting about what you and I are putting together as an offering because we'll get to see each person's individual chart and then tailor the nesting suggestions directly to them. Because mm-hmm. if I had just, like you said, you know Jennifer's um, starscape. So I was going, she's a Leo, everything needs to be out. But there's a section, a part of Jennifer that needs cocoon clothes. And I haven't actually mm-hmm. taken that into consideration. Each of us, as we learn more about ourselves, that, I mean, that's such a, it's such a bland-sounding statement, learn more about mm-hmm. yourself. But it, but it is one of the great um, campaigns, one of the the great um, I don't even, quests of our life. Right? There are going to be demons we have to face or befriend. There are there are going to be walls to scale. There are going to be depths to plumb. There, there. This is the biggest task that you can set yourself is to know yourself fully and then step into that. Each part of it can be supported and amped by your nest. It starts with knowing yourself and then it moves into how can I get my house on board with that? Jackie, I just want to say I I really love this idea of romancing the home. Um, And one of the things (laughs) is ironically, one of the things I've been... uh, struggling with a little in my self-care is lack of sleep. And part of that is because I lie awake imagining <laughs> what's going to go where in the new place. <laughs> um, All right. And, have, and having fun dreaming about that. And I'm a particularly, I think the notion of, this notion of the sensory benefit of not just how does it look, how does it smell, but also the functionality and this sense of romancing the home. Uh, it really lights me up, and it's. I'm finding it extremely helpful in terms of looking at the last few things that we have left to pack. We 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 put a lot of stuff. We got rid of a lot of stuff. We did an epic clean out, as you guys know. Um, we put a lot of stuff in storage so that when we when we did the photo shoot for the house, it would look more spacious and less cluttered. Um, but we left things like there are there's a number of books on the shelves still because we we've got floor to ceiling bookshelves in the room I'm in at the moment, and they looked really stupid without something on them. So we left some books there, um, and I'm looking at them now and thinking I don't actually want to keep half of these books. I thought I did, but mm-hmm. actually they don't really they don't really fit who I am now. They are books that I bought four years ago for who I was becoming then. Uh, they're no longer a fit with who I'm becoming now. And I, I, so I'm still finding things to let go of. And when I start thinking about how that's going to flow into the new space, I'm suddenly thinking about uh, I, will have, I will probably have empty, book, uh, empty bookshelves. I, I haven't had that in my life for decades, if ever. 
And what's uh, so yummy about that was that you were looking for space to spread your wings, yes, to explore absolutely. and feel out the edges of. And it's right there. Remember when we did the V&A, the first thing that I said was give yourself a clear bookshelf and put just a single candle on it? Oh, <laughs> that I did. So that was so long ago. It was so long ago. I, it was the first thing I did. And because I'm paranoid about having a lit candle on a bookshelf, I got a, an, a little LED fake candle and uh-huh. uh, used that. And I had that on that bookshelf for months, months, months. Mm-hmm. So it worked its magic. Given you. Yes, indeed. I know. Extraordinary. <laughs> so exciting. Extraordinary. But I think that I've, I think that point is brilliant. Thank you, ma'am. I just want to tap in a little bit about a new moon ritual. I am, um, if I can at all, um, hit the exact time of the new moon, I always do my very damnedest to do so. Um, simply because the potency is there and I like to take advantage of it. But any time within the um, the 24 hours after the moon, the full moon, uh, new moon, actually a full moon too, but the, the 24 hours afterwards, if you if you need to fit it in, if the moon, new moon is at some godforsaken hour for you, don't sort of get sleep deprived to do this ritual. So my my suggestion always is to... Take an alchemy bath, um, which for me, or a shower. In a shower, you can do a scrub um, to do to make, and then a sort of deliberate clearing. So while you're standing in the shower, you imagine that the water is running through every cell of your body, all the way inside and out, so that everything gets cleaned, not just the outside, right? So this is your intention while you're showering. An alchemy bath for me is. It has essential oils and um, baking soda and Epsom salts. So I do it as a, as a detox as well. But what's really cool about this new moon is cancer is a water sign. You're going to have, if you can at all, incorporate this water into and a cleanse of any kind into your new moon ritual, I would suggest that highly. So the things you might like to do beforehand is to choose something to wear after your bath that amps up your becoming. So, for example, I have, I'm, I'm really heading into the, um, the actress, empress, Hollywood, old Hollywood type vibe, Venus vibe, right? I have a gorgeous satin negligee. I'm going to have, it's just a little shift, but I feel like a million dollars in it. Um, and so I am going to take have that laid out on my bed for after my, my bath. Then before the bath, I will basically seed my intentions for this next 30 days. How do I want my life to look in 30 days? What, what are the one or two things? I, I tend not to um, suggest getting too widespread. I mean, don't go around changing the world um, right this minute. Just choose one or two things. I like to do one business thing, one personal thing, or one business thing, a personal thing, and then maybe a family thing, right? So I'll do just a couple, and I'll think, okay, so these are the things that I'd like to plant in this new moon. And then as I'm bathing, I will think about releasing everything that doesn't serve those things. And I actually do a little visualizing of, okay, so this is, my seed for this, and I'm planting it. And this is my seed for this. And then I, I, I imagine the water is watering it and 
I imagine them starting to grow. And then once I get out, I believe fully in anointing. It's the goddessy part of me. I believe your body is a temple. Seriously. It is it it is the most wise and brilliant and beautiful thing that you get to live in for the whole time you're here this time around. She deserves your appreciation. It's hard when there's been a lot of like if you're carrying more weight than you'd like to or if it hasn't your body hasn't been playing along, throwing a hissy and giving you all sorts of health niggles and stuff. It's hard. But it's so worthwhile to try. And right after your alchemy bath or alchemy shower is the perfect time to get back into communication with your body. Cancer and Venus, both of these speak about deep comfort. And the first place you have to get comfortable is in your own skin. Find an oil or a lotion that you absolutely adore and anoint yourself like the goddess that you are. And then put on your robe, put on your yoga clothes, put on, in my case, my satin shift, and then just sit quietly on your bed and let it all go. Just, just, I'm not even going to say think this, do that. Just be. Because in that moment are untold messages and power and awarenesses. The only thing you need is to have a journal and a pen next to you. You will sleep the sleep of the blessed and you will wake up in the morning and somehow, somewhere, there will be a shift. I guarantee you. And you deserve this and you can make this magic for yourself. I really, really hope you do. That's just beautiful, Jackie. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, so somebody said, uh, would you suggest doing this before the new moon, at the new moon, or shortly after? Um, I would say that not before. At the new moon or shortly after. And that also depends on where you are and when the new moon. My new moon is going to be at 9 a.m. So I have stuff to do first thing in the morning, and then I will do it, and I probably will be in the tub by about 10 a.m., which is kind of odd because I usually shower in the evenings. <laughs> but nonetheless, this is a new moon. So um, the window of 24 hours after a new moon, is it, it is the most potent. Um, we're still dark moon until the point of exact. So yes, you can do nourishing and comfort and that kind of thing at the during the dark moon. It's very important, in fact. But it's also the dark moon is also about letting things go and stuff. So when you get to the new moon exact, that's the seed planting time. So the 24 hours after that, it is at its full potency. So any time that suits you in that time is when I would recommend it. And again, sovereignty. You choose your time. Don't let anybody tell you it can only work at certain times. That's absolute rubbish. And I was just going to say, Jackie, I really like this because this is a really good opportunity to tease that out. Um, uh, the, the teachings that I've had from uh, uh, my astrological gurus um, and mentors has been um, as, as short, at either at the time of the new moon or as uh, close to before the new moon as possible. 
And I think this is the absolute key is it's whatever you can manage. And time is fluid. We also know that you can set an intention retrospectively. It's called repaving. And instead of prepaving, and it will have an effect. Um, so in a sense, that what, what feels like it's going to be the most powerful for you. Now, that might feel like doing it immediately after. It might feel like doing it immediately before. It might feel like doing it within the next 24 hours. And it's, it's really which you, you can tell as you listen to Jackie and me, you can tell which of us you agree with. <laughs> like whether you think that it's going to be better before or after. Uh, or just, or, I mean, my preference is to do it directly at the time of the new moon if I can. Obviously, if it's at 2 a.m., I'm not going to. If it's 2 a.m., I'm going to do it the night before because that means I'm sort of, I've set myself up so that when the new moon gets here, it's automatically done. That's that's my perception of it. But your perception might be completely different and we are always the ones in charge here. We are not ruled by our stars. We are not their victims. Um but we get to surf the energy. And however it is that we decide is the best way to do it is going to be the best way to do it. Uh, now, I'm lucky because this particular new moon is at 9 p.m. for me, so I will be doing it shortly after the new moon and, and then going straight to bed after I've done my, my ritual. Um, but I like, uh, you know, I really like Jackie's approach um, too. I like the idea that... I like the idea that there is the freedom to do it before, do it during, do it after you know, within that 24-hour window, even longer. If you genuinely, for whatever reason, cannot do it within 24 hours, it's going to be just as powerful to do it within 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, I, I honestly think that for us, rituals are, we're tapping into the energy. It's not that the energy is required. Yeah. Yeah, and time is fluid. Time is mm -hmm, really indeed. fluid. Indeed. And um, yeah, and uh, yes, uh, new moon is on the fourth of July. Um, now I'm I'll put a link into the chat window, but I'll put this into the group as well later on. Um, there's a, a time a time and date have a, uh, a a page you can go to and you enter in your city name at the top and it will tell you and then hit search and it will tell you the new moon phases for this month for your particular location. Uh, which I think is really cool. <laughs> Currently, I think. Oh, yeah, and I think I've got. I, I think it might automatically work out where you are from your ISP as well, which is even it cooler. Does. It, it does. does? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Six a.m. I am so not doing that. Six a.m. on a <laughs> holiday after it's Monday. You're kidding me. Okay, no. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm playing sovereignty. I'm so not doing it at six a.m. Uh, okay. <laughs> so yes, Fourth uh, of July. Um, in fact, I'll make sure I'll just I'll make sure I sent you the right. Yeah, no, that's. Um, you have to make sure that you're looking at the new moon and not one of the other phases too. <clears throat> right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Terry says it knows where I am. That stalker. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, Miss Janet, shall we move on to how we can? Do we have any questions, first of all, about I any of this stuff? Mm, I don't see any in chat. No questions in chat. Um, and, and Terry, if you've had a, 
an urge to spend some time going through the closet and and clearing it this weekend, this dark moon weekend. Perfect time. Perfect time. Mm. Yes, with 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 good music playing and yeah, nourishing and something that nourishing smells nice. Snacks. Yeah. yeah, and you want nourishing yeah. beverages, snacks on hand. <laughs> right, or anything delicious. Yes, including a man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, although I don't know that I'd, I'd use it. I'd have one of those around while I'm cleaning out my closet. <laughs> that just might be me. <laughs> I do a whole fashion show. Okay, so um, shall we? <laughs> but that's just me. Okay, so shall we head into um, how we can, what, what we're planning for everybody? I think that's a really good idea. <clears throat> you actually wrote something overnight while I was sleeping, which was fabulous, guys. I can't tell you how lovely it was to wake up. Jackie had written something perfect. I just woke up and <laughs> that would be lovely. Thank you so much. <laughs> I have a goddess <laughs> doing things for me while I was asleep. I love it. Um, mm. uh, but just to, just to talk briefly about the group, first of all. Now, for me right now, it's actually the 1st of July because I, I am in tomorrow for, as far as the um, people in the US are concerned. So for Dorothy and me and anyone else from Australia, we're already in July. Uh, so my you know, my initial plan with setting up this group was that it would just run to the end of June. Uh, now, obviously, we timed this call so that it would make sense for the new moon. We didn't want to do it too early. Uh, so what I want to say is that this group will stay open for probably another 48 hours. So, um, which gives people time if you've had, if you couldn't listen to, if you couldn't be on the call live, and I know some people couldn't, uh, and you're listening to the recording, this gives you a little bit of a window in which to ask any questions that have arisen out of this call um, and, you know, or make any comments or do your celebrating. I invite the celebrations in the group as well about, because I think sometimes, after a big shift, we feel kind of tired, and it can be it can be easy to forget just how far we've come and how much we've achieved. So we want to look back to you know whether we look back to April, the beginning of Mars retro, or whether we're even further back to February, which is when he sort of started travelling through this whole retrograde zone, this this part of the sky where he's been retrograde. So whatever it is since the beginning of this year or whether it's just since April, anything big that's, that's, that's been achieved, like Jackie's move to, you know, half a country away, my big move that's happening now, it's just coincidence that Jackie and I have both moved houses. Um, it's, your your shifts may not have been as, as obvious to the outside world, um, but celebrating them is really important. So please use the group to celebrate. Um, use the group to ask any questions and I'm going to hand over to Jackie to talk about what else we've got um, for anybody who wants to get more or ongoing support around this. Well, it occurred to me while Janet was sleeping that um, a lot of the times the, the stuff that we talk about in um, nesting and the stuff we talk about with like a cancer new moon is very general. And part of the bliss and the really exciting stuff that I've seen unfolding in the group, the June group, was that Janet could get really specific about each of our starscapes. In other words, my cancer, my, the, the area of, of my chart where cancer falls is not the same as Janet's, it's not the same as yours. So it gives a slightly, to know that gives a deeper 
nuance, a deeper level, another layer of magic and energy to work with within the cosmic energy, right? So in other words, if you know where cancer is in your chart, you can then nest appropriately. So what I thought was it would be so cool to for you guys to have that information. I suggested to Janet that we might like to offer you guys a kind of a joint um, offering that's from the two of us where you let Janet know your date of birth and time and location. She pulls up a, enough of the star map to tell to get specific about this particular cancer new moon and and then whatever else um oh oh sorry I'm really I got distracted with this chat and then whatever <laughs> no, else she, she knows like <laughs> like like um Mars moving forward all this kind of thing what well, the skies at the moment in other words and she would be able to say how that directly affects you she'll then send me those notes and I will be able to tell you how to amp and anchor that in your home and in how you live in it. In other words, maybe I'll suggest um, a certain ritual. Maybe I'll suggest something that, um, that you can do in your kitchen or it's something that you might like to try in the way you dress or how you get up in the morning, whatever. These are the, the kind of overall living type suggestions that I can take the astro wizardry that Janet gives me and apply it into the real world, right? So if that's something that excites you, that you think would be useful, you guys are the ones we're offering it to first, the June group. Um, And it was because of you that we thought of doing this. So I hope it will be useful. I'm going to put a link into a very rudimentary page that I put together um, this afternoon when the idea struck me. Um, And we will uh, see how it goes. If you have any questions about it, um, as I said, the page is rudimentary, so you may want some extra details. Just let me know. But as I, this will be a further and very particular help rather than the more general information that we would give you know, to our groups uh, just as, as we move forward. Does that make sense? Well, it makes sense to me, but then I... I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the, the link will be in the link will be in the group, um, and yes. as well as the, the other little gift that um, that we have, the gift that we have for you. Um, and that was really all that I have to tell you. I think that sums oh. up beautifully, Jackie. Oh, you. One last me. thing. One last. <laughs> one last thing. Um, if you're a member of the parlor. I'm going to be talking about uh, boudoirs on a budget um, next week because because of Venus. Um, So if you're not a member of the parlor and your boudoir wants some bolstering, do pop over and join us because I think you'll find that useful. The uh, the only reason I'm not putting it into the um, June group is because the June group is going to disappear. Yeah. Uh, yes, similarly, um, uh, for those of the, so um, in fact, it's worth saying here that um, just for the sake of clarity, Jackie and I both each run um, a, a, a private closed 
kind of a, a secret Facebook group each. Um, Jackie's is called The Parlor. Mine is Identity Shift Ninja, but that's going to change because that's now the name of my business. I liked it so much, I stole it for the business. And uh, I'm going to rename the group. But this is part of the identity shift that's going to happen for my own identity that's going to happen after the house move. One of the things that's become clear as a result of my mini meltdown the other day is that, um, and re-examining my own astrology and sort of actually looking at it properly, is that there is some work for me to do. Obviously, there's the physical act of moving house, which is taking up an enormous amount of my devotion at the moment. Uh, and so my business, I'm, I'm deliberately doing um, uh, very minimal uh, action within the business at the moment. Yes, I'm going to do the, the, the thing that Jackie and I are doing together because um, it's, uh, it's small enough for me to fit it in quite easily. But big things, new projects, new groups and things like that, I'm going to wait until Mars is well out of the, um, you know, well out of Scorpio before I announce anything like that. And that includes my group. Um, my group is going to change its name and it's going to get a little reactivated because I've been a bit missing in action over there for those who are already members. Um, but so for anybody who's in my world who would like to be in Jackie's world, or vice versa, anyone from Jackie's World who wants to be part of my group. In order to be part of these groups, we, we need you need to be a friend with the host. That's a Facebook rule because these groups are secret. They're, they can't be seen by outside observers. You can't do a search for them. So if you want to be a member of the group that you're not yet in, if that makes sense, um, <laughs> just, uh, just do a friend request um, uh, in, uh, in in Facebook for, for Jackie or for me if we're not already friends and send us a private message to say could you please add me to the group to your group as I said my group will get reactivated sometime in around probably mid to late July we'll definitely be getting some action around it come um, come August but if there are um, but I do talk about some of the stuff some of the stuff that I've been talking about in the June group, I do talk about in my own group as well. So, um, so, so if you want to kind of hunt that down, you will. And similarly with Jackie, Jackie's group is brilliant. I, I just love it. Um, and there is some overlap because we both talk about a bit about things like moons and rituals and things like that. Um, but I, I highly recommend doing that for anybody who's enjoyed this group and their participation here. That's it. I think that's it. Yes. I think, that we, I I think, think we can call it a wrap. Everything. I think we've covered everything. I'm so impressed, actually, in just over <laughs> an hour. I thought we'd be here for three days at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and I could do a long call when we I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I <laughs> know. So, so um, any my last wish, no, my last wish is that this new moon opens every door that you wanted to ever see behind because it is there for you and you are not who you were when Mars started and this has been an amazing way to get through a momentous retrograde and I'm deeply grateful to everybody who was in the group. It has been definitely a benchmark in my unfolding and I hope it was for you too. Oh, Jackie, I want to echo that and say thank you so much to everybody who asked questions, who showed up being vulnerable, because that's a big thing in a group full of strangers, um, and who was everybody who was willing to 
explore their own journey in the in that space. My intention was always to make it feel very safe, and I think we, I think we made that possible. Um, and I'm really really happy about that. And I'm so grateful, as I said, to for the questions that got asked because they're they're of benefit to everyone, including me. You know, I, mm-hmm. I there are often things I find out by by dint of you know when someone asks a question. It's a fabulous opportunity for me to kind of go and find something, some angle, some perspective that that turns out to be something I needed to hear as well. And I think I think that's the nature of this this beast that you know we, when the collective energy is strong as it was with this community, um, and it's strongly supportive, we all learn, we all come together. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jennifer's saying a win-win. <laughs> Absolutely. Indeed. All right. Let's. So thank you for that. We will find links in the group uh, for all of the things that Jackie and I have spoken about. And uh, like I said, we'll be actively checking in for the next 48 hours um, from time to time between naps and resting, obviously. (laughs) Um, So feel free to ask any questions that you have. And um, thank you to everybody who turned up for the call. It's just been awesome. And thank you, Jackie. (laughs) Thank you, sweetie. It's always fun. Thank you. All right, sweetie. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.